Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the channel. This is Velvety, and I'm back for another episode to talk about my favorite group and yours, BTS. Now, February has passed. Yes, it is March. February is over. But I am still here to talk about J-Hope. This episode is dedicated to everything that J-Hope has been doing since Lollapalooza. And it has been a lot. It's definitely been a lot. I am definitely behind a little bit on the guy's content because they are putting it out at a ridiculous pace. But I'm not complaining. Not at all. I love the fact that we're getting so much from each one of them. Even though, you know, with them all not being seven right now and with group activities on a whole temporarily, we are still getting uh, things from the members in their own way, which I love. Now, if you don't know who I am, I am Velvety. I am BTS's Black Nuna, which is so because I am older than the member, the, old, the eldest member who is Jin. And I like to talk about the guys from my perspective as a black woman who discovered BTS during a difficult time in my life. So I like to speak on things about them, different things that they put out, um, my reactions to them and my experiences with being a part of a fandom such as army so if you don't know who j-hope is sit back and just relax because j-hope is one of the members of bts he is the main dancer his name is Jung Hosok. He was born February 18th, 1994. Isn't that sweet? He was born in the 90s. Anyway, he originally came, uh, he started as a street dancer of the dance group Neuron. If you don't know who they are, they are a street dance crew that he was a part of. And now they have recently put up a YouTube channel. So you can see some of like at least two of the performances there and see how they dance. They are really good. I checked out both videos. So you can check that out on YouTube on the official channel. So J-Hope has been so, so busy. So busy since Lollapalooza, which I attended. If you want to hear about that, you can listen to my episode, uh, Hobie Makes History at Lollapalooza, part one and part two. He has been so busy since Lollapalooza, and I'm so grateful of the attention that he's getting. And, you know, people are starting to see the star that he's always been. You know, I guess with seven members in a group, you know, you look at the group as a whole, which is which is good to look at the whole group. <clears throat> but he's always uh, stood out as a dancer, as a performer. Even when they did their solo stages, 
he's always stood out, especially when it comes to the solo stages. Well, each one of them do. <clears throat> this is what I love about BTS is that as a group, they are unstoppable. Like as a group, you can't.
well. And then you had um, Best Dance Performance Solo and Mel went to side for that, that which was produced by Sugar. And then Best Collaboration with Sai and Sugar, you know, for that, that. So I consider that a win for Sugar and the group, as, you know, well, for Sugar as well as one of the group members. So. He wasn't sure at first about his his speech because he's like, he's just a non-June speaking. But he speaks really well. You know, he really does. At times when R.M. is not speaking, you know, he does speak very well himself.
did the Golden Disc Awards. Now, the Golden Disc Awards was held January 8th, 2023. And it was in Bangkok, Thailand. So, you know, every time he goes somewhere, we always see him, his airport fashion. We always look forward to his airport fashion. Always, always, always look forward to that. See what he's going to be wearing. And it seemed like he was, you know, on his way there and everything, you know, was fine. They even showed him when he showed up there. So the day of the awards, though, um, I started watching it. I, I found the live stream. I think it was streaming from TikTok and it made me download TikTok just to watch these awards because I don't have TikTok. No, I don't. Um <laughs> I try to stay away from from TikTok so much. I mean, TikTok is cool. And so I started uh, following BTS on there because I see some of the, the the videos that I've seen, like some people have shared on Twitter. I'm like, oh, they come from TikTok. So I follow them, you know, to see their videos and a couple of people, not too much. And um, yeah, it's mostly like um, if BTS or another celebrity or, you know, someone else who, who speaks on BTS, which is cool, which I discovered through the group chat that I'm on on Twitter. Yes, I am on Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, my name is I B Miss T. That's M-I-S-S T 30 three zero. And I, I, I'm a lot of times it'll be like retweets of stuff that, um, you know, BTS related or something to do with the podcast or, you know, sometimes I'll tweet out and support the guys and stuff. So if you want to follow me there, that's fine. Or if you want to DM me on there, that's cool. So BTS won uh, a few awards there. So J-Hope. Now, the crazy thing is, is that when awards were going on, nobody saw him in the audience because... We didn't see him on the red cover. I was like, okay, because everybody's looking for him to be on the red cover. I know I was. So when the red carpet was over, I was like, wait a minute. J-Hope didn't go on the red carpet. I was like, maybe he's not there yet. That's the first That's the first thought that I had. I was like, maybe he's he's not there or he decided not to walk the red carpet this time. I was like, mm. I was like, mm, not likely. He probably would have, but maybe he's just not there yet. So... I saw in Thailand, they really um, welcomed him really, really nicely. They had his pictures all around and you know, some army there had like his pictures on buses. They even had all the the, like, this, the type of taxis that they have out there. They had his pictures and everything all over it. So they was really welcoming him really great. You know, they, they welcomed him with open arms with all of that you know going on and his posters and stuff everywhere so i like to i like to see that i like to see when the guys go somewhere and they are welcomed um by the country either turn in the city purple like they did for jen when he went to argentina which i think was great that that was that was something else or how they treated jk when he went over to qatar and where you know they had him stay that luxurious place i still can't get over that that place is insane and i just like to see when individual members go somewhere and they're welcomed by the city it's not and it just lets me know that the city appreciates not just the group but the members as well individually you know so i, I love to see that 
So BTS won a few awards, but like I said, JL wasn't there. So then as the show is going on and I'm watching, I'm like, he's not there yet. And he even won an award and they announced his name, but they didn't show him. I'm like, wait a minute, something's up. I was like, what's going on? Is he not there? Is he not coming? And I'm thinking, you know, after a while, he finally showed when when he finally showed up. That's when I knew he was there because the crowd was screaming his name and nothing BTS related was going on at the time. And so they were screaming his name and then, you know, J-Hope, J-Hope and then BTS and all that stuff. stuff. And that's when I knew that he was in the audience because the crowd was, I mean, the the host was talking and then all of a sudden the crowd just started screaming J-Hope. I was like, okay, he's there now. So maybe he got held up or he was, you know, traffic or whatever. Somebody said it might have been traffic because traffic was kind of bad. And maybe where he was staying at, you know, he kind of he might have got caught in the traffic, you know. I was like, but he made it. And when he made it, he had to pick up a few awards, the awards that he didn't get, you know, before. So they gave it to him then. And they won the Dasang Album of the Year for proof I said, listen, they are winning for proof. You know, people like, oh, they don't understand how BTS wins for proof. I'd be like, because that just shows you that their music is that good. That even though these songs have been on individual albums, the fact that they're anthology. you don't have any of the individual albums because it has most of their songs the the highlights of their songs on there whether it be the group or individual songs they're there and the third disc and it has a few new ones and the third disc has demos of the songs we've heard and the demos is crazy you know i heard them i'm like this is a demo really like um i'm gonna need the whole version i'm I'm like i'm gonna need the official version of jen's original epiphany mm-hmm. and don't think i forgot about jimin's version of fake love that he said in bon voyage 3 when they was in malta I, I i'm still looking for that one yes he could put it out unofficially i don't care I would love to hear that version. Mm-hmm. This got a little...
่าแต่ค่ะเ
And I love that he's getting this attention now. And all of them are getting this attention now because now we get to focus on each one of them. It's like if you didn't know them as a group, you can get to know them as a group by discovering them individually, you know, which is a good thing, too. Or if you know them as a group and you don't really know that much about them, get to know them individually. And that and then you see why Army loves them so much. So I love the fact to experience that so I'm going to end that here that's the end of part one and hopefully you'll join me for part two this is J-Hope's episode celebrating Jung Ho Sok of BTS I'll be back Hello, 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 and welcome back to part two of my special J-Hope episode. Talking everything that is one half of my bias. If you didn't know, my bias is soap, but I do love all the guys individually. I love I am OT7, but I do have a bias and a bias record. Soap is my bias and RM is my bias record. Now, getting back to J-Hope, he did have a birthday, February 18th, and I hope that he was able to spend it well, and that he enjoyed himself and ate good, and and he continues to feel blessed and do amazing things, you know, in the future, and just continue to be the amazing person that he is. You know, he is the, they always call him the sunshine of the group. He's the energizer. He's the vitamin. But he's like the middle ground in between the eldest members and the youngest members. And for me, it feels like he keeps um, that, uh, that ground between the two. You know, um, I, when I heard the story that he almost left the group, he did leave. It's like, I can't even imagine what BTS would have been without him, without any of the members. Like, if you think about it, like what would have been without any of them, you know, what would that have looked like? Who knows? We'll never know. But I hope he enjoyed his birthday, but he just continues to bring us something new all the time. And, you know, he was on uh, various programs and then 
it was announced that he was coming out with a documentary uh, for his album uh, Jack in a Box. It was pretty much like a behind the scenes making of his album and then preparing for Lollapalooza in, you know, his time when he's, you know, by himself or family time or whatever. And so I said, okay. And it was pairing up with Disney, Disney Plus. Um, Disney Plus has been, you know, they have a relationship with BTS now because they have their uh, permission to dance LA on there. They have um, In the Soup, Friendcation. That's a show that uh, BTS member V did with his friends called the Wooga Squad, which is Park So June, Park Hyun Sheik, Choi Woo Sok. And Pete Boy, I don't know his real name, but he's fine, but I like him. But yes, and so they have these contents of BTS on Disney Plus, and now they have Jack in the Box documentary. So it's J-Hope in the Box. And I had the distinct pleasure of watching it because I do have a Disney Plus subscription. I've had it way before any of this came out. I've, I've had it for some years now. Matter of fact, since probably since it first came out, I've had it when uh, Disney Plus uh, had their streaming platform and I decided to get it to catch up with all the Marvel movies before I saw the latest Avengers or something. <laughs> and so I got it back then. So I was happy when they said it was coming on Disney Plus and it was going to be available to you know, every platform of Disney Plus, because I knew, I know that with the, in the Superfication, that was one of the things that ARMY had uh, complained about, because some people in other countries, besides like Japan or Asian countries, we couldn't see it, and it's crazy because it's on Disney Plus, so they made it so that the in the Superfication was on there, and then they put the BTS, uh, permission to dance LA on there which I'm glad I did uh see it and um I saw it when it when it actually came on in November of 2021 dang that was almost two years ago it's crazy and I was able to see it and that's one thing Disney did Disney did show some things that we didn't get to see like them backstage changing or coming out and everything and, and the way they slow motion and show them coming out I said okay so I know this documentary with J-Hope is gonna be something and they really prepared for it they really did and it was really something to see um his process of him making a song of him uh going through the lyrics of him not being um of him not being satisfied with the way it's going uh to see his perfectionism when it comes to the performance when it came to the choreography when it came to the dancers when it came to everything and from the start you could see that they started back when he first made you know start making the songs on the album And so you see this progression of him leading up to Lollapalooza. And it was so crazy to see. At some point you see, because I know I remember during the time of Lollapalooza when he had the, the, when he had a live with Jimin. 
and he was saying that he lost a lot he had lost some weight and Jimmy said he lost some weight he wasn't really eating so much because he was all worried about his performance it's like sir you put it down okay that Lollapalooza will be stuck in everybody's brains if there's one thing that people could remember if they can't remember anything else which I'm sure they won't forget some BTS stages most of BTS stages if they've seen them but if there's one thing that if we remember J-Hope for so far that Lollapalooza stage was epic was everything like it was historic it was like as historic as BTS being at Wembley as historic as you know think of the most iconic Michael Jackson being at the Super Bowl like it, it's like up there Lollapalooza his his Lollapalooza will be iconic and will it pretty much go down in history it's it's already historic so it's like we'll go down in, in history music festival history were you there when I can't wait to tell that story later on in life like I was there <laughs> I was actually there <laughs> I was there and everybody watching it at home like I was there I remember that do you remember that 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 fire ass stage he came out so I like that the documentary highlighted uh his process and everything that he was going through mentally physically just everything and even we got a little small uh, view of his home life and we saw Mickey so Mickey Mickey recognized him when he came in he know his voice I said, Mickey, Mickey knows him. He always takes pictures with him and always with him and stuff when he when he has a time. It's a family dog. And it was nice to hear his mother's voice now. And I was wondering that. I was like, I don't think his parents going to be on, on camera, which is rightfully so, because I really don't want any of them to expose their, their, their parents, like when it comes to being on things in, in that capacity. But... I don't know if it's me being hopeful. Maybe sometime down the line, I would love for them to, I know they probably would never do it, but I would love to see them actually talk about their sons and all the accomplishments that they've achieved or just the things that they've done and just to get their perspective as a parent, like how they feel about that. Now that would be one hell of a documentary family of BTS like even if their parents are not on there or you know you know maybe somebody their family a friend or something like that just to know how they feel you know knowing what their family member or, or friends or whatever have accomplished or just seeing them through the years like what do they really genuinely feel about them I would love that you know but it was nice to see that documentary and see just everything. You know, I understood everything in the, the comments, you know, the uh, subtitles and stuff. I know um, some people say because uh, uh, Hype had it where his documentary was going to be for purchase on Weverse. So for people who don't, you know, have Disney Plus or can't get it in their country, was able to still see it. By purchasing it to reverse and be able to watch it, have a must they want. And some people said that the the subtitles were different. I was like, I understood what he was saying. You know, I understood 
what they were saying because I don't know I I naturally can read between the lines of certain things like even if somebody don't say it directly I kind of know what they mean even if it uh sounds like it's written a certain way like in the subtitles I get the gist of what they're saying you know and understand it and don't take it the wrong way you know some people's like oh you know because they compared it some of the, the things was uh, some of the, the subtitles was different. I was like, I understood it and got it. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's two hours long. So if you want to check that out, it's on Disney Plus or it's on Weverse. If you want to check that out. Or if you know somebody who has a Disney Plus, watch it there. <laughs> but it's really, it's, it's worth watching. It really is. It's really good. I actually sat back and watched it. And then we came to his folio that he was coming out with all new hope i was not ready for those pictures when they sent out the teasers for that i wasn't ready for those i don't think anybody was ready for those i don't think anyone was ready for those pictures no so his teasers for his folio went out the first pictures he have long hair I said, you said what now? He looked like Legolas. Legolas. Is that his name? From Lord of the Rings. This is my favorite character in Lord of the Rings. The guy with the arrows. My favorite. Ultimate favorite. Orlando Bloom. Blew it out the water with that character. If he does nothing else, you will always be that character, sir. Because you blew that character out the water. He, He played the hell out of that character. So well. I was like, oh my God, he has long lavender hair. What is going on? You cannot kill me with a picture. You already did it with a red carpet in the chest. Now we got actual photograph documentation of you trying to kill us now. I'm here for it though, but yes. And so he has long hair and then he has on like this see-through outfit and then we get a next outfit with where he looked like a, a a a demon cowboy or something. He has on like this long black coat with these long uh sleeves and he has like a corset around the middle and a hat with like chains coming from it. I said this is absolutely too much. And yet everything I wanted to see in this folio. I said, if this is the reason why in the teaser for the next video, because they have a video where all the members are sitting there and they are reacting to each other's folios. And so the first half had them reacting to JK and V and Jen and um, who else? It was JK V, Jen, and the group. Oh, and RM. Their folios. I don't know. No, it wasn't Jen yet. It was RM, JK, V, and then their group folio. So it was them. So I guess in the next one, it's going to be Jen, Sugar, and J-Hope. Because they did Jimin too, right? They reacted to Jimin too. So it's just going to be them three in the next one. And they screamed at a photo. I said, is it of J-Hope? Because everybody thinks it's of J-Hope. I said, this would make sense. 
Because if they saw the picture with him with the long hair and scream, I understand. Because I, I, I was floored. And then they have the behind the scenes of him making it and he got the extensions in his hair. I saw the most beautiful artwork somebody has drawn. I didn't get this person's name, but I saw it and I saved it. And I said, I saved it as, because it was a post, I think, on Instagram. And they drew him with that long purple hair, but he has like a crown on his head. He looks so mystical, like a mystical character. That's what he looks like in those pictures. It's like a mystical character from some fantasy movie. That's exactly what he looks like. Mm-hmm. I was like, he amazes me every time you turn around. When you think you know what he's going to do next, he amazes you. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. And yes, J-Hope keeps um, amazing me every time. If you've noticed that I've broken up the segments I've been doing that here lately, um, I just find it easier to talk about the different things if I split them up rather than have it all in one big segment. So maybe there's something you want to hear about. Or hear my thoughts on and you can click on the section so yeah I was talking about that folio and it was correct now I have been recording this episode for probably a few days now so I have seen they had just uh, came out with the second part part two of the reaction to the folios now the first part which I'm correcting myself the first part was with JK uh, RM Jimin and the group the second part is with V uh, Jen Sugar and J-Hope so that was the second part so and we were all correct when they screamed at the photo, it was for seeing J-Hope with the long hair. And that's exactly what my thoughts was. Like, once I saw the teasers for the pictures for his folio, and then they had the preview for the next video for their reaction to it, I said, now, which, if it is of J-Hope, which picture would they be freaking out over? I said, it has to be the one with the long hair because... The other photos are fire. You know, they're they're the other photos are immaculate. He looks so good in that black. Ugh, with the haircut, yes. But to make them scream, it had to be the long haired one because everybody on Twitter was freaking out. And I noticed that. Like I love to go when when things happen because there's a lot of times when I don't know about certain things like charting wise or what's going on with the song or something like that. So I'll check Twitter because I follow like charts data and follow, you know, certain pages that'll let me know what's happening with songs or streams or something like that. So when those teasers came out, 
everybody was freaking out over those pictures. It was like a timeline freak out. My timeline was freaking out. Everybody, anybody suggested anything, and these are not just people. These are not people that I follow, and everybody was freaking out. But that's one thing I did learn how to do when it comes to being on social media. Like I told you, like I said before, like I'm not really a fan so much of using it so much because of all. Even though a lot of things are positive, there's a lot of negative things on social media, and if you're using it for too long, it could be a lot for your mental health. So I learned how to um, adjust my timeline, you know, mute certain things that I'm not interested in or that wouldn't be beneficial to me or I don't want to see or just negativity, especially when it comes to BTS that I just don't want to see at all. No. So I've learned how to... uh, remove those things (laughs) the word escaped me but I learned how to remove those things to filter those things out yes so J-Hope has been on a roll here lately and it's so amazing to see his growth like I said I had the distinct pleasure of when I got into BTS a lot of content had already came out they had already been out for eight years so, yeah, eight years. So, I had eight years worth of stuff to really binge on. And I still haven't seen everything. But I have seen his amazing growth from 2013 until now. And just seeing all the things that he's done and he's accomplished know you know as a group and then as a solo artist it's really it makes me feel really proud to be a fan of this group to be in the in the fandom first time me really being in a fandom like this and not being ashamed of it not letting anybody else's prejudice or anything uh cloud my judgment because i listen to good music if, it's, if it sounds good to me, I'm listening to it. I don't care what language is in. I don't care what style of music it is. That's my thoughts when it comes to music. If it sounds good, I'm listening to it. Like, I would never not listen to something because it was in another language. Or being prejudiced because it's not in English, you know, for me. I think people who think like that, you're really ignorant to music in itself and I love watching J-Ho's musical growth as a rapper as a producer as a writer as one of the most amazing dancers in K-pop period Um, I mean you can go argue with the wall but (laughs) in my opinion he is definitely one of if not the best dancer in k-pop for a lot of reasons it's not just all about like when he dances his movements are fluid they're like almost look effortless but you know damn well that you can't try to replicate it because he makes it look easy see this is what i like about dancers when they make it look easy but you know that you cannot replicate that because it's not easy 
but when he does it it looks so easy you think you can do it that's a sign of a good dancer you know and he like it doesn't look because you could tell when a person is putting a lot of effort into something like they took a lot to learn it not saying that he doesn't put any effort but when he does it it just looks like second nature to him like it's just it's it's just as if it's easy as if it's natural as walking or breathing he makes it look so natural that it doesn't even look like it's hard doesn't look like it's difficult and we have seen bts's choreographies and those things look like it will snap somebody's neck but like when you watch him dance he just look like like it's just flowing through him like the music is flowing through him and the movements are just coming out that's what i like to see i do like to see that when he dances so he's just been having a lot go on and i'm hoping that you know he enjoyed his time and he's been enjoying his time and i called it i said in a previous episode i said louis vuitton has been doing a lot with their hope has been giving him gifts when it's not his birthday even then they do it on his birthday they've been sending him certain things he wears an enormous amount of louis vuitton and once i knew that the contract with the group was over which i didn't know and i'm like they probably did that because the contract was with seven and since you know jen will be going to the military they probably ended their contract early enough but they knew i want to keep one member like i said if you saw the louis vuitton fashion show that bts was a part of in 2021 if you haven't seen it it's on louis vuitton's official youtube channel just look it up when i tell you the man wears the hell out of this paisley print louis vuitton outfit with these red shoes and that white hair i you would easily think he was one of the models if you didn't know who he was easily and in the end when he had on the long white coat with the futuristic shades in the in the in the newspaper uh, uh, bag with the with the Louis Vuitton cup purse or whatever it is holder or something, you would easily think that he was one of the models with that white hair. Like that white hair just fit. I tell you, Platinum Holster had everybody in the chokehold. That's how he became my bias record. That white hair, <laughs> that white that platinum hair. I said, man, oh man, who is this? I already noticed them, but that white hair just sent me over the edge. And so Wuzu, uh, J-Hope with the white hair, is what did it. And then him doing my bias uh, 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 verse in Deshitad, the, the really extremely fast one, sent me over the edge. That was it. That's the day he became my bias wrecker, right there. I couldn't deny it anymore. No. But just seeing their personalities off, like when they're not on stage and then seeing them in Run BTS and seeing them in, in the soups and stuff like that, it, it 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 got, it made me see how they are off stage and see how he is off stage. And I just like gravitated towards his personality because he just seemed so fun and and, and just like energetic, especially when the group you know needs it or something and he just 
it was just something about him and so warm and caring like even when he went to um get burgers with v and took him with him it was almost like he knew like maybe he wasn't feeling so great and so he took him and got permission from the producers to be able to leave the house that they were staying in and go and get burgers and just you know enjoy time with him so that's the one thing i see he's very like perceptive to other people's feelings you know even if they don't say it but i knew Getting back to Louis Vuitton, I knew like they was up to something when it came to J-Hope. And then it was announced that he was going to be the brand ambassador, house ambassador for Louis Vuitton. I said, this only makes sense. I said, he wears Louis Vuitton like nobody, nobody else. Like his fit, when Louis Vuitton is on him, it's like, yes, this fits. And somebody just wears something and it's like, yes, this is just naturally. They're like, this fits them so well. The cut, I guess how he have it tailored to him or whatever. It it just fits. And he looks so good. He looked good anyway. Doesn't matter, but he dressed up in, you know, Louis Vuitton. It's like the outfits, it just fits him. You know? So we got that. And I like to see the different um different programs he was on. I watched this one. Uh, MMTG with Lee Yoon-jae. That was funny. She was just as crazy as he was. It it was so funny because she came there and she, when he came in, she was dressed. (laughs) She was dressed like his, um, his outfit from Lollapalooza. That's what she was dressed like. I thought that was so funny because she had on the white outfit down to the goggles, down to the gloves. But then when he was to go shake her hand, she was like, oh, be careful because the blue dye is coming out on my hands. <laughs> and so he, she was talking to him about different pictures, different posts, different different things that went on with him and was asking like different questions about, you know, maybe behind the scenes that people don't know or a little TMI and stuff like that. So, and it was really fun. And then she gifted him with a Snoopy back and she know he loves Snoopy. I said, of course he would love Snoopy. So cute. I love Charlie Brown. I miss Charlie Brown stories. I used to read them all the time. I had books and everything. I was a big Charlie Brown, Muppet Babies, Sesame Street. I was I was into those things. <laughs> but Charlie Brown was like the funniest things I ever read to me at the time. I was like, so she gifted him a Snoopy bag and he was, you know, posing with it and everything. And it, it was just so nice to see and, and see all of the times that he was on the Disney uh, Plus Korea um, YouTube channel where he did certain segments uh, talking about his Jack in the Box, talking about the documentary, you know, answering questions about himself, doing little, you know, fun game, you know, little uh, rapid questions and stuff. Even at an interview where he interviewed himself. So it was Jung Hosok interviewing J-Hope and vice versa, asking each other questions. So it was two of him wearing two different outfits, talking to each other. I was like, that was so cute. I was like, can you imagine if there were two J-Hopes? <sighs> One could dream. But yeah, <laughs> that was just so cute. And now we get the announcement that uh, two... Mang, his character in BT21, if you don't know BTS, 
has uh, created characters and they're called, you know, they're BT21 characters. And each one, um, RJ is Kim Silkjin, that's Jen. Um, Koya is RM. Shooky is Sugar. Mang is J-Hope. Jimmy is Jimin. Tata is V. And Cookie is JK. Like, oh, that's a cute cookie. Mang. So Mang is, we find out, has been wearing a mask this whole time, which we knew from, which I knew from watching the episodes. I do watch the BC21 episodes. They are so cute and so funny. Some of them are so funny. Some of them are so funny, especially one where they went, they went out for a day and RJ was mad that he was covered in dirt. So he was just... He was like, my name is not RJ, and he didn't want to talk to them. He was just ignoring them. It was a mess. Until Koya got in something, and he had to go rescue him. It was a, it was a hot mess. <laughs> when they auditioned for the Unistars, it's a mess. And so we found out that Meng was wearing a mask this whole time. So J-Hope, now um, Meng uh, was announced on March 3rd that he's going to be taking off his mask and we get to see what Mang looks like under the mask. So J-Hope is going through this whole uh, designing what his face looked like uh, under the mask. And they have episodes so far on BT21's channel, Inside Mang. I said, that's going to be cute. I'm like, but we, but I love Mang the way he is with his back. But he did tell him. And uh, the first episode was really cute where he was, you know, talking to the staff about it. And then they set up where he was having a video call with Mang. So Mang, it was like Mang was meeting his creator for the first time. It was so cute and so emotional. And especially when he got to the part where he thanked him for creating him, because if he didn't create him, he wouldn't have met all of them. And he even asked him, I think the emotional part was saying that, you know, he tries to be caring to everyone that he meets. And then he asked J-Hope, are we going to meet again? And he's like, of course. And he, he was so happy. And then knowing the other news that we got, which I will be getting to, um... It makes it even more emotional when he asked them, are we going to meet again? So we had the distinct pleasure of Big Hit, which at this point, when you see the words, hello, this is Big Hit, you don't know whether you're getting something bad or you're getting some good news. It can go either way. For the most part, it's it's. It usually now it's like uh, we dread those hello this is big hit words because it's either going to be announcement of somebody doing some music or something or it's going to be announcement that one of the guys is going to the military now we all know that the BTS members have decided that they are all going all going to postpone their uh, delayment which was made when Jen turned 28 and they delayed um, him having to go and he could uh, delay it until the age of 30. So it would turn to the BTS law. They was calling it that. Where all Korean men can delay their um, 
military service until the age of 30. So pretty much they have up until the age of 30 to actually go in for the first time. But they can go as early as 18, as the age of 18. So we get an announcement. It was February 26th. It's right after his birthday, right after the documentary, right after all of these great things. And then we get hit with the, hello, this is Big Hit. We would like to inform our fans that J-Hope has initiated the military enlistment process by applying for the termination of his enlistment postponement. We will inform you of further updates in due course. We ask you for your continued love and support for J-Hope until he completes his military service and safely returns. Our company will spare no effort in providing support for our artists. Thank you. And that was the notice that we received from Big Hit. And when I tell you... It's not going to be easy for any member and for anybody who's like, oh, well, they're going to serve and it's fine and it's mandatory and every man has to do it. They're not every man. I'm sorry. I know that sounds bad, but they're really not. And so I knew that we're going to get more announcements. We got six more to go. I just didn't think that he was going to be the next one. Not saying that I knew which one it was going to be, but I didn't. I based on all of the things that he was putting out. I didn't think he was going to be the one that goes next. And maybe that's why he's been putting out so much. Because he's going to be the next one. So, it made me emotional. It did. It really did. It made me emotional to get that announcement that J-Hope is leaving. It's going to feel like that for any other members he's one half of my bias and so it stings just a little little more just a little bit and I've been putting off this episode for a little for a little bit because I was just February has been an up and down roller coaster for me from I'd say from January on that's really why my episodes have been a little sparse you know a little scarce here lately it's been a little up and down roller coaster for me personally and then february was definitely a up and down roller coaster for me and but i am definitely trying to put out more and do the things that i enjoy more that brings me joy than than wallowing in stress so to speak so for like a few days like after that um it was hard to watch him without crying I don't know it was you know it may sound silly to people I don't I, I don't know but it was hard because it's like and I saw a post and it just sent me over the edge. It's they like the military already has our moon. Now they're taking our sun. I was like oh. <laughs> I didn't even look at it like that. Like I didn't even think of that. And now that I you know, saw those words, it's like I can't unthink it now. They're gonna get I was I 
moon and sun which happens to be the two people who in if you've seen Born Voyage 4 spoiler alert if you haven't seen it when they go on this I want to say like kind of bungee jump but they're like sitting down and him and Jen were the first ones to go the two skatey cats were the first ones to go and do it and try it first and this place was this this thing that they 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 uh jumped over was high as fuck <laughs> it was high and they went first and i said the two skatey cats of the group went first and that's the two that went to the military first <laughs> I said, oh, please. I said, listen, when I got this and after being emotional and, and, and just the more the days went on, it just started to really sink in. Like he's going to be going soon. And I'm like, is he going to be around for Jimin's album release at least or at least see him perform a little bit? Because I remember during the live, he said, no matter what, I'll be here to perform. I mean, to support you no matter where you are. I'll be there to support you. And I'm like, at least he's going to be around for Jimin's um, face and his new song to come out. He said he's waiting for it. I'm like, but with Sugar's tour being announced, I was like, is he going to be able to see at least one? And then I realized he won't. I was like, oh, my soap heart, my two boys. Oh, gosh. I was like, but it got really hard. It, it For me, it, it did. I'm not going to lie. I got emotional with this. Uh, big hit, if you're listening. I don't know if they are. They probably not. Please refrain from showing us the video of them sending him off. I don't think I can take another video. I'm going to watch it if you put it out. But it's going to be a lot because he's so close. He has such... They all have a, such a close relationship with each other. And he's so close to each one of them. He has his own relationship with each one of them in a different way. I mean, JK it holds on to him like he's going somewhere. You know, I'm like, I wonder is that from when he left before and JK cried. And so he has this tendency of liking to hold him and, and smell him and stuff because he's there. I don't want to see his reaction to this. They all feel away when it comes to him. Sugar, Jimin, RM has said it many times that in in Jimin's eyes, J-Hope is number one. <laughs> he jokingly said it, but, you know, you see it. And because they've been roommates when they were all in the dorm together. And so they have a, a close bond. You know, you be roommates with somebody, you have a close bond with them. And then he has a close bond with RM and, you know, they, they let each other listen, you know, listen to each other's music when they're making it. And his relationship with Jen, well, Jen is not here. Jen is in the military himself. The thing is, is that when this announcement came out and I think somehow, you know, Jen has more phone privileges since he's now finish his training so I heard that they get a little more phone privileges 
when they're out of training, you know, when their five week training is up. So Jen being the loving big brother that he is came on Weavers to talk to J-Hope. Now, the thing is, is he could have done this, you know, in private and could have had a private conversation, which J-Hope did say that Jen called him. But when he was answering uh, his WeVerse post and, you know, after J-Hope, after the announcement came out and then J-Hope asked, did you get the news? And it's like, yeah, we got the news, sir. We didn't want to hear this. Not now. (laughs) I mean, no time is going to feel good, but it's it's like, it's just a lot after we've seen him constantly so much. And so Jen did the thing that he does and he was cracking jokes and and, and answering J-Hope and telling him like, if you see me, don't look me in the eyes. I'm a private now. You know, just saying things because I think he knew that Army was going to have a meltdown when this came out. Or, you know, he called him knowing that J-Hope decided to come. And I'm like, these are the first, these are the two that went first when it came to that scary-ass jump that they all did. And now they're the first two to go to the military. I'm telling you, if we go by that, the the RM and V is next. I'm not even going to try to guess. Jimin didn't go at all. Uh, didn't, Didn't do the jump at all, but... Either way, it's gonna. It doesn't matter what order it's in. It's gonna feel the way it feels, especially to me. And so Jen knew we was having a meltdown, and he came to try to soothe us by having an open conversation <laughs> with J Hope on Weverse. And so it was really comforting to see that. And not so long after that, we also got the news that J-Hope was releasing a solo single. I said, oh, so many hours later, because it was like, okay, we have to tell Army that something good is coming. They did it like in a matter of 10 hours later, you know, that was dropped to us at midnight. It was midnight for me. So it was like in the afternoon for people in Korea. Um... And then we got another one. Hello, this is Big Hit. And it's like, oh, jeez. And then it's like, we're happy to inform you that BTS member J-Hope will be releasing a solo single on the street. J-Hope wrote the track to share his candid feelings towards the fans. The title on the street refers to J-Hope's roots, street dance, from which his dream to become an artist began and the path the artists and fans will continue to walk together. We hope that J-Hope's on the street serves as a meaningful gift to everyone who supports the artist. Please look forward to the to J-Hope's new song. Release date was Friday, March 2023. And so it came out at midnight for me. And that will be part two of my J-Hope episodes. Will be my full reaction to On The Street and everything that came with that and the surprise that came with that. But getting back to J-Hope. Now, I probably will make another episode when his video drops of him actually leaving and we actually have dates I was able to do it for Jen because at the time that it was announced he was gone like you know he was with us but then by the time I did my astronaut review 
he, you know, the videos for him leaving and, and, and them sending him off had already came out. So I'll probably make another video for J-Hope when his drop. And we'll be coming out with episodes probably a little more frequent here since there's so much I have to catch up on and get ready for Jimmy's face. I am not ready for this set me free part two at midnight. And Smoke Sprite just came out. Please look forward to that episode. RM's episode is Indigo and Smoke Sprite. going to go in depth with both. And what I thought about both. And everything that he's been up to. So, getting back to J-Hope. Um, J-Hope, I've seen how you have advanced over the years. How you have grown as an artist, as a dancer, as a member of the biggest band in the world. How you didn't let past struggles define who you were or carry that with you and let it change who you are as a person. Instead, you use those struggles and those uh, difficulties to catapult yourself even further and be more determined, more willing to learn and to grow and to become the amazing man that we know you are today. To say I am proud of you is an understatement. Just knowing the strength that you have to be under such scrutiny and yet show your best self to always strive for the best, to be in the perfectionist that you are and helping to create BTS most iconic stages to be in the comfort that the members need and not able to without them having to ask you for it you I see many great things for you in the future and see your continued success And I see BTS together for a long time, whether it's in front of our eyes or behind the scenes off stage. With you being an important part of keeping that all together. I wish you much more success, much more appreciation to you. And I'm glad that people are finally 
appreciating the great person that you've always been. I tell you, if I would have been a fan back in 2013, I would have definitely <laughs> put messages on your page because you were quite fine, sir. <laughs> For 19, you were definitely quite the looker. And just like Mang, we got to see you take your mask off and shine brighter than anyone could have ever imagined. You're the sunshine of the group. You're the vitamin. You are the glue. And I wish you um, a good rest and be healthy and happy. And I do not look forward to you leaving for the military, but I will definitely wish you a safe return. So that concludes today's episode for J-Hope. This is part one. I will be back for part two where I go in depth on On The Street and just talk about my bodies a little more. That's it. And his love of hip-hop, his love of dance, and everything. So, thank you for joining me today. If you're still here, I thank you. Don't forget, you can listen to my podcast on all platforms. And I will see you soon. Until then, take care, everybody. Later. Later.